0: Welcome to House on 1500, episode 51. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. We are going to jump right into it, and I'll start with the high lows and then Annie, and then Megan will round us out because she is on topic today.
1: Oh, and thank you for doing that because I have had some feedback that they would like us to say who we are. Oh, when
0: we talk sometimes
1: because they know my voice because they know me, but they're like, Sometimes I can't tell your sisters apart until they're like, Well, don't do don't you say that, Emily? And then I can remember. Anyway. (laughs) So Emily first, then Annie, then Megan.
0: So my low is actually happening right. This second. And um, if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that we are doing a huge remodel on our home. And the tile in the primary bathroom was almost all complete. But I had been asking for a while, hey, when are we building the shower bench? When are we building the shower bench? And you have to know that there's already been a heartache in that bathroom because it was supposed to be a curbless shower. But the foreman wasn't paying attention to where the plumber was putting the new pipes and the plumber put the pipes, the new pipes, right where we need the curbless shower pan to go. So we... It was very sad. It was very Mm -hmm. sad. So we opted to not make them fix that. In hindsight, I wish I would have, but that's neither here nor there at this point. But when the shower pan went in, I asked, when are we building the bench for the shower? It's on the plans. So these aren't just like, oh, hey, I was thinking about it and I would like to add a bench. It's on, it's on the plans. And has been the whole time. And has, well, so was the curbless shower, but, um, and they kept saying, oh, well, after the pan is waterproofed, then they'll build the bench. I said, okay, fine. And then the tile went in And I was like, okay, well, I'm not a tile person. I don't, I don't, maybe they have to build the bench on top of the floor tile. Like, I just don't know. Mm -hmm. So then the tile was in and then I was asking our project manager, when are they putting the bench in? And he said something, I don't remember what he told me, but then he came back later and he goes, somewhere along the line, the foreman thought that because we weren't doing the curbless shower, we were also not doing the bench. And the only way to get the bench in would be to take the tile out. And put the bench in. And he's like, but I'm not asking you if that's what you want. I already told him that's what he's doing because you guys were already great about the mess up with the curbless shower. We need to get you something that you want in that shower. So Mm -hmm. that is also my happy thing is because now the project manager is aware that the foreman is either so busy that he can't keep his details straight or he doesn't. Care about the details so much, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. realizes that a mistake has been made, but then puts it on the homeowner by saying, "Well, you know, it would right. just it would just cost a lot more time. Yeah. It would be a lot of work to fix it." Mm-hmm. And so the our project manager is like, "No, you're going to yeah. fix it," and he's like, "And our the foreman's going to whine about me that it's going to make him look stupid in front of the tile guy, but I don't care. Right? <laughs> That's what he's
2: totally." Well,
0: so, like, you know, facts hurt sometimes, right.
2: yeah. I don't, I don't know what to tell you about that. My friend. Right. But maybe right. you
0: should pay attention to details. Uh, oh. Right. And the second happy thing is that the term is ending. So once again, my children can, uh, enter afresh the new <laughs> cycle of hell that is <laughs> pretending that we're going to do different this next <laughs> turn. And we will not end up in the same places. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Okay, so Annie. Your turn.
2: I guess a, a low is that mark has changed his hours mm-hmm. per my suggestions. For It's been something I suggested years ago. And it's a low? Well, I'm telling you why. (laughs) Be patient, Regan. No. (laughs) So um, it used to be that his, his early morning, like starting work at seven, being done at three was on Mondays. And then his later, one of his later nights was on Thursday and then he doesn't work Friday. And so I said, you really should like swap that so that. After a long weekend, because like if you've traveled or whatever, it's so hard to start your morning at 540 on a Monday, you know what I mean? Which I know a lot of people do, like it's fine. But he's got the flexibility to do that, um, to change it if he wants it. And then I said, and then it would be super nice to have Thursday be done at three. And then you like start your weekend so early. And then if we want to do a weekend trip or whatever, we're not having to move a bunch of clients or reschedule or any of that kind of stuff. It's just less, you know, whatever. So anyway, so the low is just, it's, this is like the first like really official week of doing it. And there's still like some catch up from the previous schedule. So he's actually working a lot more. So oh, no. he is just tired and not yeah. home very often on top of his calling. He is in our, in our church He's kind of the, he's the secretary for the the bishop or the pastor of our congregation. And so there's just a lot between the end of year and beginning of year, and they're right next to each other. So <laughs> <laughs> you got all the scheduling of meeting with all the families for the end of the year, and then all the youth and the turnover and, and, and changing of different, you know, things that happen anyway. So... So on top of it, to him working longer, just because there's still some residual scheduling that didn't get adjusted. He then also has uh, his callings extra heavy. So he's just not home a, or a lot. And then he's really tired because he's mm-hmm. working more than he normally does. And then a uh, calling that's extra. So anyway, so I feel bad because I, I kind of, um, strongly encouraged him to change the schedule. (laughs) I'm feeling bad that it's not as smooth of a transition as I was hoping was going to be for him. So, yeah. And then my high was I got another job. So yeah, in the process of that and, um, it has potential. I mean, I feel like every job I go for has potential. (laughs) (laughs) So that is, you know, I a pro and a con I think to my personality is I'm always very hopeful and always very um yeah that it could be really great and so I'm hoping that I'm right this time <laughs> <laughs> though, though the other ones haven't it's not like they've been bad they just haven't um, panned out as well as I thought they'd be so they've been good I'm never sad about the experiences I have um because then they help me move forward in a different direction so yeah, yeah. so
1: that is me It's good. Hopefully, hopefully Mark's schedule gets a little more streamlined soon. I think not all the time. Yeah, I think it will. Yeah. All righty. So Milo, get ready to be grossed out, you guys. (laughs) What is it? So
2: gross. Okay.
1: caught five mice in and around my house in two days. Oh,
2: I'm so sorry. I'm glad you
0: got them though.
1: So gross, and this like so some of them were in our garage but some of them were in my house mm. like more than half and then and then then yeah. like and then we had caught another one later like you know so we have probably like eight traps set in various places that mice may or may not have been ever ever in existence i don't know cuz now i just want to burn my house down i just want sure. to <laughs> yeah. burn it to the ground and you know so every day i'm like well the very first day that alex traps he's like uh do you want good news or bad news and, and yeah he, and i was like i don't know he's like well i set three traps and caught three mice i was like, he's like but they're dead yeah <laughs> so like, anyway yeah so i was like we have mice in this house anyway gross 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 and then so we oh. caught a couple in the garage and then a couple days later we caught one. So like every day I'm like, how many mice? And he'd be like zero. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Does that just mean that they know where the traps are now? Or does it mean sure. they're all dead? Yeah, I don't know. Like it's yeah. been several days and there's been zero mice caught. Okay. So maybe, but like, I want to burn it all yeah. down. <laughs> because I don't, I don't know how they're getting in, nor do I know right. where they were staying. Sure. You know, like I have a friend up the street, and they did some major landscaping and, like, removed a big tree. And apparently that was where a family mm-hmm. of mice lived. And so they all went into the house because it was cold and they needed somewhere else to live. Right. Yeah. And they, like, lived in a wall. And she said it was so hard to get rid of them because, Ugh. like, a mice gestation is, like, 19 days or mm-hmm. something
2: ridiculous. Wow. And yeah. So
1: like... and so she's like it wasn't until we found out where they were living and we put poison behind the wall i was like but i don't know where they are right (laughs) do you think they're coming through your dog door i mean it's a heavy dog door they're not very big
2: mice i don't know And i feel like you would have seen that sooner than if that was the case right
1: yeah i don't know like it got crazy cold. So yeah. I'm not surprised that they went to go find somewhere warmer, but like I don't know where because it's not even like I have evidence of like a mouse living in my home. You know, it's not like there's like other droppings the or like <laughs> well other than other than the popcorn, but that's but I but they're not staying in there, right? Like they're not like they just moved it around and like right. but then they died. So <laughs> jokes on them. Joke. And I <laughs> threw away all that popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> um and then my high this is the end of the term, also. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it but, actually the end of the term today? So, is it the end of the semester? Yes. Oh, that's why I was getting confused. I was like, but there's got to be two more terms. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End of the semester, end of the term.
1: And that's super great because mm-hmm. Evan will not be up till midnight tonight because he did that on Tuesday. <laughs> mm there was something due and I was like dude man you've had so much time but you know what today's end of the term and he won't be up till midnight because he can't do anything more
2: (laughs) so we're done
1: yep and there was a couple like last minute things like a book report that Graham forgot about and then I had to go to work I'm like see you guys bye kidding (laughs) good luck I don't I don't know but we're done with it this all right so uh this might be a shorter podcast because we might not have anything to say about it, but I'm gonna do talk- it <laughs> anyway. So uh you know those ASMR videos, like the the whispering and the crinkling and the like yeah. cutting papers and whatever. Yeah. I don't understand them. I don't I, don't, like I don't understand them. And I so I've been trying to like figure out because for me They cause like the opposite of this because there's apparently they're relaxing to yes. people. They decrease their anxiety. They lower their heart rate. People <laughs> use them to go to sleep. And I want to murder somebody. <laughs> like, I, I think they are the most off-putting, agitating yes. videos. And so I think it is crazy town that there is a percentage of people that not only tolerate them but like seek it out as a form Mm -hmm. of like self-care
0: wait time out are you talking all asmr like vocal just like the tapping finger crushing things visual all of it or just the speaking well i don't sound
1: i don't know how you can have a visual amsr without the sound
0: well you totally could like some people just oh i see what you're saying because the sound is in ASMR.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Right. <laughs> okay. okay right. Well, sometimes I just watch those kind of videos for the visual. Okay. And I don't well, care about the sound.
1: No. Not, yeah. See, that? I could totally do that. Like, you, you want to have a muted or a, like, music background to something of, like, cutting something in a symmetrical way mm-hmm. or, you know, something sure. like that. Yeah. I could totally be down for that as a, like, a chill down... Mm -hmm. you know zen kind of visual but you put the sound to it and i'm gonna stab a fork in your face like i can't i can't take it all
0: of it
1: all of those sounds
0: all of those specific sounds but i feel like the talking asmr is different than like the cutting or crunching or tapping asmr it's so weird I I hate <laughs> just talk, say words. Like I don't want to
1: hear the whispering. That's creepy. Yeah.
0: Like I, I can't.
1: <laughs> and and the tapping, I find like everything, I find all of it so annoying. And it's funny cuz it's not that I don't enjoy like sounds around me. I like music, I listen to podcasts and audiobooks. But like if I'm playing a game, I want zero sounds. Mm-hmm. Don't play me that music. I Don't want any yeah, right. jump sounds. Like I don't yeah. I don't want that. But like the and the The chewing. Did you know there are people who enjoy
0: chewing? I would go on a rampage.
2: I know. But that's how I feel about like most of it. Well, because I saw one and it was like it was like a curly hair video, but it was the ASMR version where they didn't say anything. And all they did is squished out their products. Oh, no. that's All the sound you heard was them squishing their products out and smoothing them around in their hand and putting them in their hair. And then a several other of that. And I was like, who is requesting this? Like, this is so weird. Uh, yeah, it's not my, no.
1: So but what but my question to you is is it neutral to you or were you bothered by this? I was
2: bothered by it. No, I was not bothered by it. I was like, this is the weirdest. I'm
0: I'm only bothered by the talking for the most part, but I don't seek out necessarily ASMR. No. Per se I tend to go for the visual. Oh the one I do actually like and I like the sounds of are the slime ones. Really? Wow. Oh. oh my gosh, the snow slime! Every time I'm like, "Am I going to spend a hundred dollars on snow slime now?" Because uh, I need that in my life. I don't even know what you're. And I never about have purchased any, but the slime ones I like. Huh. Okay. The, so, for the for the sound and the other ones I like for the visual, which is yeah. well, kind of the sounds, but most of the visual and that's usually like the soap cutting or soap crunching. Hmm. I like that. So but the slime you? ones I'm there for the sound as well that's, that's so interesting. interesting but not so because guess, it relaxes me or like gives me tingles none of that I just yeah, you just huh. enjoy it so, I enjoy it so yeah.
1: because I don't understand it I re- like I read up a lot about it because I was trying to figure out Who this is appealing to, Mm -hmm. and like why I'm so bothered by it. And other people literally listen to it to go to sleep.
2: Like, it helps their insomnia. And I can't. Yeah.
1: Oh, I guess we should. If anybody doesn't know, ASMR is the autonomous sensory meridian response or whatever, but it's supposed to give you like not goosebumps or chills, but like they talk about it like a brain tingle, like deep in your body. And it is. A very enjoyable feeling, which is not my experience. What's happening for at you? At all. So yeah. I was researching it, I was reading up on it, and they're like the people that do claim to uh, feel ASMR it, are usually people who are higher in sensitivity to sounds in general. So mm. like they're more heightened to being startled or being distracted or being whatever. So mm. like sounds are a big thing for them anyway, always.
2: It's something dangerous. They yeah.
1: They're also usually a little more creative, a little more artistic, a little more open to things like that. But they also have typically higher anxieties and a little more neuroticism. But I think that could kind of go hand in hand with higher yeah. sensitivity to stimulation and right. you know, like sure. all of those things. But It's like 30% of the population that likes this. Like, not just likes it, but, like, loves it. And uses it it. as a tool. Not (laughs) just in entertainment, but as a tool.
0: (laughs) That blows my mind. I think that I could, I mean, not that I have, I mean, I obviously do have anxieties, but not that I, I don't have any debilitating anxieties and... I wouldn't classify myself as an anxious person but i'm a creative person Uh, and i could see people using it as a means to be in control of the sounds they hear like yeah sure high focus of sounds because i i do often need to Like, I am highly sensitive when people are eating around me. It's usually my husband or my children that trigger me. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's because socially it's acceptable for me to be like, hey, yes, I'm going to go eat somewhere else because (laughs) I might murder you. Whereas that's not as socially acceptable outside. And so my brain has found different ways to cope. But if my husband is particular being noisy not even just eating like if i'm just bugged that he is making noises because he exists which (laughs) happens sometimes then i do have to put something else in my ear and be very active about what i am like distracting myself from other thoughts that are not useful or anything like that so i could totally see people using it to block out thoughts i mean maybe There was
1: also a neuroscientist guy. I don't remember his name or his actual title, but you know, something in that realm. (laughs) And he was talking about how it could be something like cilantro is to some people, you know, Mm -hmm. right? Some people really like cilantro and some Mm -hmm. people think it tastes like soap. It does. You know, like it's facts. Yeah, it is. And so it's just very uh genetic and very specific and you know for each individual that it's the same sound but it or the same taste right it's right. a profile that is perceived in uh you know very different extremes
0: <laughs> or, yeah that's interesting
1: uh, isn't that interesting yeah so, i mean like i'm glad that for the people who enjoy it I mean, I guess that they now know that that is... Like, there's so many options, videos for them to find something that helps calm their anxiety or their insomnia or whatever they're using it for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is a bizarre thing. Can you imagine recording it? Can you imagine just sitting there and, just, like, <laughs> tapping your nails? Oh. They were talking yeah. about chewing pickles. Chewing oh. pickles! <laughs> anyway, so it's not... That I mean, I do think it's crazy town, but not that the people are crazy. I just don't understand it. But I am curious if any of our listeners uh, are in that 30%. Do you guys enjoy ASMR? Do you even know what I'm talking about? Or are you in my camp? Where like it make it fills you with rage, it (laughs) fills you with rage and not calm.
0: (laughs) Well, and it's interesting
2: because thirty percent is pretty high. I feel like it is Really high to me. So there's there's got to be more people out there. There I know my daughter, my oldest daughter, is more sound sensitive, like Emily. They both share the rage fill experience when people are chewing and eating and gum and anything. Like it's just. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Where so, I mean, all... I, I was surprised. 30% seemed tight to me, it but is. that's because apparently I'm not one of the 30, so I felt like it was zero. Yes, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so, let us know. What do you think? All right. Goodbye. Bye.